Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown. Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. Today I have on Jamie Appity. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Gio? It's so good to see you and be on your podcast. I'm so honored. Oh my goodness, you're my favorite podcaster. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I I just I heard that you were at training camp and I was there too, and I just wanted to recap with you. Um, so I just have a few questions for you. Um, so let's just dive right into it. Um, what has been your favorite part of training camp so far? Oh, goodness. Well, first of all, I got to say, I love being back at training camp because last year was such a, right? I mean, last year was such a bummer, um, everything with COVID. So it's just cool to be there and to see other people there. Like you got to be there and and to hear, you know, the crowd react when there's a big play. Like that was missing all of last year. So that's been really, really special. Um, and, And so far, I think I really have have enjoyed seeing the energy that the young coaching staff brings because they're so young. Like, I don't know about you, Gio, but like when I was watching for the first time, I kept looking for Doug Peterson everywhere because he's not there. (laughs) And I couldn't even pick Nick Sirianni out because he looks like one of the players, you know, he's so young looking. So I think I've really enjoyed watching the energy. Like they've been getting up in people's faces and cheering people on. It's been really hands-on and I've liked that so far. What'd you think? Yeah, I loved it. I love being back. I loved having other fans there. It was just cool being back. Um, my favorite part about Monday was seeing Jalen Hurts being the first one to walk on the field. Yeah, he uh, – would. It, I mean, when I look at Jalen, like, first of all, I think he kind of looks smaller than I yeah. thought. Did, yeah. did you feel that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he um, he's really – um, well, first of all, the crowd loves him. I saw him signing some autographs the other day and, uh, he's really great with kids. And, um, it seems like the Eagles really like him too. And his teammates really respect the leadership he brings to the table. Yeah. I think that they, uh, they're ready to ride for him. Um, who's been your favorite player to watch at camp? Well, let's see. Um, I have a couple that I enjoy watching. I, <laughs> I've always loved watching Brandon Graham. Yeah, because he is just so much fun. He's always having the best time. Literally, he's always having the best time. Out there. Yeah. He's got the best laugh. He's the one that's always <laughs> dancing and, and making everyone smile. And I just really enjoy watching him. And then I'm really glad to see Zach Ertz back. That makes me so happy. Um, you can't miss him with his blonde hair. Yeah. Right? yeah. His hair is brighter than yours, Gio. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and it's so cool to see that. 
at least for now, he's put everything aside and he's out there working really hard for his team. And he looks good out there too. He doesn't look like one of the old guys. I'm allowed to call him that because I'm a lot older than he is. <laughs> yeah, I loved seeing him too. Um, and there was like two good passes to him. And I was like, they're finally targeting him more once again. And I was just, I was excited to see him. Uh, Jalen, just because I've never seen him play. Um, I didn't get to see him at camp last year. Um, who else? Jordan Mulata. That guy is so huge. How big is he, right? <laughs> He's so huge. Like, oh my God. Like, I, I thought that, that, like, Lane was big and, like, B. Brooks was big. He's probably, like, the biggest on the team right now. He's gigantic. He is the most gigantic human being. <laughs> he, he's literally a boulder. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> yeah. He really is. Aren't you glad? Like, can you imagine having to go up against a guy like that? I'm glad I don't have to. Yeah, me too. I would hate that. But but then I had him on my podcast, and he's the sweetest guy. Yeah, he went to Chuck E. Cheese with Big V. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. My my son Tanner's obsessed with Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my goodness. He would have loved to hear that story. Yeah, and they gave all their tickets away to the kids. And it was it was really fun. Oh, that is great. I would have loved to see Jordan and Big V at Chuck E. Cheese, especially trying to ride some of those rides. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um that's cool. What's your opinion on Jordan Mulata possibly starting this year? You know, that's an interesting competition to watch between him and Andre Dillard. Now, look, Andre Dillard should win the job, right? Because he was a first-round draft pick. And Jordan Mailata, they found playing rugby. Yeah. I mean, that's insane, right? Yeah. So, in theory, it should be Dillard's job to win. That said, like like you pointed out, Mailata is a beast. Like, nobody even comes close to how athletic he is for his size. And the fact that it is a competition says a lot about him. And I got to be honest, I could see him winning that job. I really could. He he was working with the first team sometime this week. Um, so I don't know. Like, I, I think about what that means for Howie Roseman. Like, you think, well, if Dillard can't win that job, then that says, wow, he missed on a first-round draft pick. But if Mylotta can win that job, then he found a gem, diamond in the rough, that he plucked out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Um, and Mylotta is a really easy guy to root for because he said he's so funny, so nice. He's got that neat accent. Yeah. <laughs> and he's giant, gigantic. Did you see, Gio, you might not have had a chance to be on social media today. Did you see what he did with Boston Scott today? No. So I should pull it up on my phone for you. So Boston Scott, who's um, little. Five, like six. Five six. He's like I'm five five. He's like my size. Yeah. He keeps pretending to be security um, for all the interviews, and he keeps acting like he's a bodyguard. And he was standing on the stage today, and Jordan Mailata grabbed him like this with two hands and pulled him off the stage. It's hilarious. <laughs> wow. It was so funny. You gotta check it out. Yeah. Um. I I remember after Monday, I got in the car and I said, Mom. Jordan has already won this role. He's going to start this year. I think he's just, he was just so fun to watch on Monday. And he was just, he's one of those players where you like, you're watching him and you're thinking, guys are scared of this guy. 
I know. I would be scared. <laughs> me too. I wouldn't want to go anywhere near him. I don't. I don't think like me and like like Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, like all of us, we probably couldn't take him down. No, no, I don't think. Um, <laughs> I don't know who could take him down. I mean, he's what is he six seven? I don't know. He's huge. <laughs> he's huge he can play basketball maybe the Sixers should look at him too if he doesn't maybe. win the job yeah <laughs> yeah um what do you think about Jalen Hurts so I really like him I I really like what he's been saying so far I like the fact that um he's not he doesn't really care that he hasn't been named the starter yet um and that he likes the fact that the coaches are riding him hard he thinks that's the way it should be and I like that a lot some of the things that concern me is his size because he isn't that tall. And, you know, there's places in the NFL for quarterbacks that aren't that big, but it is a lot easier when you're a tall guy and can see over the line and these giant guys like my lotta we were just talking about. Right. Yeah. Um, so that worries me a little bit, but he's, he is athletic. And I think guys really respect his leadership ability and he seems really confident for only being a second year. So um, I can't wait to see what he can do. I'm really excited to see if he goes out there and lives up to his potential, uh, even though I'm a little bit concerned that he might not. So I, I'm worried, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. I've never been, actually, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. I've never been so like, oh, this guy's got this. Like, I've never went to training camp and fully felt like that. Like, he was the first one on the field. I just came out of that, like, refreshed. I was like, this guy is a guy. He's going to come onto the field. I I trust his ability to get out of the pocket so he can see um, and just make plays. I hope you're right. I really <laughs> hope you're right. And I, you know what? I think you will be. I think you'll be right. I mean, I don't see Joe Flacco being the starter. It's going to be Jalen. Yeah. It is. And I, I think he's unique. So I'm just – I'm hoping it all works out. By the way, Joe Flacco is a lot taller than I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing him next to Jalen was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. I like yeah. your analysis, though. I hope you're right. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I, I hope I'm right, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you going to be there uh, on Sunday at the open practice? I'm not. I'm not going to be there this Sunday. Are you going? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna that you're gonna be at the same number of practices as me so far, too. <laughs> um, no, you know what? I'm not gonna be there Sunday. Um I should bring my kids down though, because it, it's probably gonna be a lot of fun. I think the guys are gonna be so excited to have an open practice. I mean, think about how long it's been since they've been able to do that. And yeah. um and it's always such high energy down there and it's gonna feel like life's getting back to normal, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What what are you excited to see on Sunday? I think I, everything, you know, just everybody back. I'm just excited to go back to the link, you know. What jersey are you going to wear? Um, it might be too hot for a jersey, but if I if I am going to wear a jersey, probably fold them. There you go. You're one, of the, you're one of the few that has one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fold them my guy. Um, but to end off the podcast – how did you get into sports media? That is a really good question and a crazy long story, but I'll try to make it short. <laughs> so um, I love sports my whole life, just like you. I just always loved it. And I played basketball in high school. And 
it wasn't enough for me to just play basketball. I actually, I was the one that called all our stats into the newspapers. <laughs> and like, I talked to the reporters about what our team was doing. And in high school, I was the athletic commissioner. And my job was to speak at the sports banquets, which is basically like what I do now. So I've kind of always wanted to go this route. And um, a lot of people think I have an older brother and that's why. No, I have a younger brother. I've just always loved sports. And I went to college. I went to UCLA, go Bruins. And um, I, I was really interested in trying to be a sportscaster. So I got an internship at NBC in Los Angeles and I fell in love. It was like love at first sight. It was like you with the Eagles. Like the first time I saw the studio and I saw the lights, I was like, this is what I want to do. So my whole time in college, I interned there, which is basically work for free. Yeah. And I went, you're supposed to be there like two days a week. I went every day. I was obsessed with it and took notes and kept my stats and, and made sure that I was learning to be a good writer and all that stuff. Well, when I graduated UCLA, it was really hard to find a job there. And I was so worried. I didn't want to leave home and, and leave my family. So I actually um, ended up deciding maybe I'm not going to be a sportscaster. And I went and tried to go to law school and I took the LSATs and I got into law school. And the day I had to tell them whether I was going to law school or not, I sat under a tree at the law school and I was like, lawyer, sportscaster, lawyer, sportscaster. And my heart just wasn't into being a lawyer. So I called the station. And I said, will you guys please just hire me for actual money? <laughs> and they gave me a job and they gave me a job right there to be a sports producer. And the rest is history. And then I, uh, when I decided I want to be on the air, I ended up moving to El Paso, Texas, which was a big first step. And I was there for two and a half years. And then I got the job here uh, 15 and a half years ago. And I've been here ever since. It's just crazy. So I'm an LA girl in Philly now. And Philly is just the best place ever. It is home. And, um, and I have the best job in the world. Don't you agree? I mean, you love doing this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love doing this. It's like, like, I can put this on my resume when I'm older too. Like I had a podcast when I'm 13 years old and I just, I love doing it. I love having guests on. Um, it's just like my favorite thing in the world. You're way ahead of the game. Cause I did not do anything like this at 13. At 13, all I did was like interview my brother after his basketball games on our home video camera. So you <laughs> interviewing all these athletes and everyone knowing who you are in the entire city, you're way ahead of this. Your resume is better than mine. <laughs> Thank you. It is. And you do a great job. You really know your stuff. And <laughs> That's the most important. Everybody respects you and respects your sports opinion. So you got to keep it up. You are going places, dude. Thank you so much. You got it. Thank you for coming on, too. This was so fun. I was so excited <laughs> that you asked me to be on. Really? Yeah. I'm I so happy, especially because everyone loves you. So now I can show this on Action News. And, <laughs> and I didn't even knew you know you had those cool headphones. Those are sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. You got it, buddy. You promise you're going to send me this? Yeah. Okay, cool. Can we take a picture? Yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.